Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. I'm Steve Keeker, President of Senior Care Consulting. Thanks so much for tuning in today. You are appreciated. Senior Care Live is the nation's premier radio program where we provide information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. This is a safe place where you can get accurate and reliable information you can absolutely count on. And each and every week, we, we discussed several topics that would include how to remain independent at home, how to find the right senior care community for your exact needs, how to pay for senior care. It's all very expensive. We review legal issues that would involve elder law and estate planning, and we discuss how to care for the caregiver. So as always, if you ever have a question, you can reach us on our toll-free number at any time. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. You can also visit online at Senior Care Live, L-I-V-E, Senior Care Live. Dot com And um, I'm going to have to apologize. I'm fighting through a cold, so if I sound uh, a little hoarse today or if I give a cough or two, please forgive me. So <laughs> this one's uh, kind of hanging on a little bit. So without any further delay, let me introduce my friend and special guest today, Mr. Dane Johnson. He's the president and owner of Home Care Assistance Kansas City. And, Dane, welcome back to Senior Care Live. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me back. All right. And, uh, so, uh, we, we won't shake hands today. We'll just do like elbow bumps. <laughs> so I, I feel fine. Just I've, my voice is kind of froggy a little bit. So, but, uh, and you just got back from vacation. How was the skiing? Yeah. Skiing was great. Just getting over a little bit of something like you are. So oh, I think boy. it's going around. Yep. 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 And you were, uh, Northwest, um, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've so. not, I've not skied. How's the skiing? Fantastic there? place. It? It's, yeah. It's beautiful. Yep. yep. Went yep. to uh, Lake Tahoe, and then I usually go out to Vail or you know some of the places in. Col- I've never been there, so I'll have to great place check to that go. Out. I have to check it out. So uh, again, Dane is the owner and operator of Home Care Assistance Kansas City. You can reach Dane or one of his excellent staff at nine one three six six three five thousand nine one three six six three five thousand. Or of course, you could visit online excellent website Home Care Assistance KC. Dot com home care assistance kc dot com and Dane uh, I know that a lot of times when we're talking about providing home care uh, you commonly have referenced that it, it's like uh, having assisted living but in your own home Let, let's uh, kind of break that down today what what do you mean by that. Yeah, so a lot of people think there's a huge difference between an assisted living facility and receiving care within your home and really. It, it, it can be the same thing. Um, us at Home Care Assistance, we can provide the same exact 
care that someone can in a facility, minus just short of being able to dose medication. We do medication reminders, um, and it's a very easy solution to get your medications dosed. That's one of the first things that my care managers um, get sorted out when we start with a client is getting their medications dosed. The pharmacy typically does it for free. A loved one can do it. Very, very easy to get around. Otherwise, we can provide the same exact services that are done in an assisted living just on a one-on-one basis. Um, our care is one-on-one anywhere from a few hours a day to 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And as you know, Steve, um, in facilities, typically there's one CNA for maybe every 10, 12 patients. Maybe 20. Maybe 20. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And see, assisted living is really all over the board. Some of them are pretty well staffed and that's relative. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, one to seven or eight would be pretty good. I've seen about one to 15. I've seen one to 20. Uh, there's just not a lot of help. One person cannot help 20 people, uh, much. No, no. And there's, there's delays in getting to people and helping them get to the restroom. And honestly, when, when you need to go, you need to go. Right? That's right. And I don't, I don't want to wait a half hour or an hour for exactly that one person who's supposed to be taking care of 20 people. I, I'm, I'm not waiting. And so, uh, uh, that, that's, uh, very problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And another big thing that, that loved ones worry about is the social aspect of, of being in an assisted living. They say, well, you know, I'd love to have my loved one in a facility, um, so they can be socially active. Uh, that's actually part of our balanced care method. Being socially active is something that we really focus on. Just because we're in the home with them doesn't mean they can't be socially active. We transport all of our clients so we can take them to play cards. For example, we have one client that every day we drop him at uh, the Jewish Community Center. So he plays cards with his buddies that are there pretty much every single day of the week. Oh, that's cool. That, that's, yeah. that's really good. And, and so if you think about it, um, I always like to see, you know, talk about senior care as this three-legged stool. You have to eat properly, so you have to have the nutrition, you have to drink properly so you don't become dehydrated. Yep. So, uh, so your nutritional needs are, are, uh, just super incredibly important. Uh, and then taking your medications on time, uh, critical. Um, most seniors are on, I, I think probably too many medications, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, but, but the, the bottom line is, you know, if, if you need your blood pressure medicine, you, you just don't miss those. Your, your cholesterol and, and there are a lot of other medications as well. So you got to take that on time. Uh, so you have food or nutrition and then medications, but there's also the social aspect. Even if someone is not a, a an extrovert and super outgoing, you just human beings, our human nature, we need to be around other people, even if it's just for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, even if it's for a short period of time, half an hour, hour, whatever it may be, um, just to get out and about. And you know, we have one caregiver that took our uh, took our client to her son's basketball game because he said he'd you know he'd love to get out and watch it, you know, Perfect. just to be socially active like that. It's great. Um, that stimulation is good. Yeah, you see your, your your kids. You see your at, at that point you're probably you know checking out your grandkids mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and and I'm not a grandparent yet. And uh, to all my kids, uh, let's let's put the brakes on that. <laughs> not quite, they're, they're a little too young. Not of age yet. <laughs> that, that's right. And, and they're too young. I, I'm probably old enough to. Well, I'm definitely old enough to be a grandpa. But uh, they can they need to wait. So anyway, but uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I understand that you know when you become a, a, a grandparent, it's just this whole new world opens up. And, uh, and it means everything to see your grandkids and, and, and to spend time with them. And so, uh, you know, if you're at home and you have home care assistance, Kansas City, uh, and one of your highly screened and matched caregivers coming in and you're, and you're homebound, well, all of a sudden now you're not homebound. 
exactly. Yep. Now you can get out and do whatever you'd like to do. See those grandkids' games. Uh, whatever you'd like to go out and do. Yep. The orchestra performance, you know, marching exactly. in the in the pep band, uh, the the play, the uh, you know, all of this stuff that that we've all done with our kids, but even more amplified when you're a grandparent. Uh, reach out to Home Care Assistance, Kansas City, nine one three six six three five thousand, nine one three six six three five thousand, or online at Home Care Assistance, KC. So let's talk about, uh, let's kind of unpack uh, assisted living in your home. So what are some of the, the functions? I always like to talk, talk about assisted living as a, as a, uh, as a model or a, or a community that helps you with those activities of daily living, helping you with your bathing, dressing, uh, grooming your toileting needs, dispensing your medicine, uh, preparing your meals, offering activities. So uh, you can do all of those and more with home care assistance. Exactly. Yeah. You think about an assisted living, you think, well, man, they've got an entire kitchen and a full staff to cook meals. But all of our caregivers, um, anything that, that someone would typically do for themselves in a day, we can help with. So like you mentioned, Steve, activities of daily living. So all the personal care needs, but then above and beyond that with cooking meals, doing laundry, doing dishes, really managing, help manage the household as well, um, and then transport, um, you know, get get our clients to doctor's appointments and uh, social activities and things like that so we can transport our clients anywhere they'd like to go. So you're liter- you literally are providing an assisted living level of care, but in someone's home. Exactly, yeah, yeah, and really even above and above and beyond, in my opinion, yeah. Yeah, and and I think some of the benefits. Uh, number one, uh, the assisted living facility has a, a, a big kitchen and, and mm-hmm. a lot of cooks. But guess what? You have in your own home, you have a kitchen <laughs> <laughs> and your own cook and, and, and your own meals that you, you would like. A, it's a, not a, a set private, menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah you have yeah. A, a private chef now uh, with home care assistance, and and they can cook your meals, so you're not missing anything there. Um, you know what else you're going to be missing? Uh, Six thousand dollars a month, maybe sixty five hundred dollars a month mm-hmm. uh, for uh, for the assisted living cost. And oh, by the way, you get to stay in your own home. Yep. According to the AARP, they did a huge exhaustive study. Ni- over ninety percent of older adults over the age of sixty five said, "I want to stay home. I strongly, highly prefer to stay home." This is one way you can do it. Exactly. Yeah. Home care assistance allows you to do that. And that is a huge stat. I and mean, that just shows that everybody would rather stay in their home, age in place than have to move into a facility. And I'm definitely part of the 90 percent. I mean, I'd, I'd like to stay home. Nothing against any of the facilities. We have some really good ones out there. We do. But man, I'm, I'm staying home. So that's, that's where I'm yep. comfortable. Uh, and then, like you said, you know, one one. One area where maybe the advantage is, is with the assisted living facilities dispensing the medicines. Well, like you said, you know, the, the pill boxes and all of these, uh, there are all sorts of ways to set up medications. You can bring in an RN if a yep. family can't do that. The pharmacy can help with that. And then you just give a, a, a medication reminder, make sure that they take their medicines and boom. Then the last major, major win for home care assistance. Excuse me, there goes the cold. Excuse you. <laughs> is one-on-one care. Yep, one-on-one care. That is the <laughs> that is the biggest plus that we have. So you've got a personal caregiver that is with you as many hours as you need us. Um as compared to having, you know, one nurse to every 8, 10, 12 
or twenty or twenty, <laughs> like we said earlier. Yep, that's right. Okay, we're going to have more with Dane Johnson right after the break. But first, let's not forget about our Senior Care Live question of the week. All home care companies are required to conduct a background check on all caregiver employees. Is that statement true or false? We'll have the answer right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number at any time. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. Don't forget you can stream this program to any electronic device. Just go to SeniorCareLive.com. Click on the giant microphone right there on the home page or the Listen Live button. Give it a few seconds to connect, and then it'll start streaming to your phone, your tablet, your computer, whatever you have. really is that simple, and lots of people do that. All right, back to our Senior Care Live question of the week. Dane, I I don't know if I'm going to get through this or not. I, I might start coughing and choking again yeah, i can jump in no problem yeah. <laughs> cover for me if i wobble here so but uh okay so here it is all home care companies are required to conduct a background check on all caregiver employees is that statement true or false and the answer is false it is false. Oh, it is false. So uh, when it comes to that, uh, not all home care companies are required to do background checks. Uh, this is a very, very big question to ask anybody that you're looking to use. Um, if they 1099 their employees, so they're not W-2 employees of their company, they don't technically have to do any background check at all whatsoever. Um, also, that is scary. It's very, very scary. Um, typically, when somebody W-2s their employees, they do some sort of background check. Even in the state of Kansas, where they require a licensure, the state of Kansas only requires that a state background check through the state of Kansas be done. Um, they do not require multi-state. They do not require, mm. um, you know, the the, the yeah, federal, full federal federal level. federal background yeah. check exactly. Um, so if it's just a Kansas, I mean, especially with us sitting here on a state line, you could be in Missouri, you could be a bad apple. Go over to the Kansas side. I mean, you drive a mile or, or a block <laughs> into Kansas, and all of a sudden, you just made uh, you just skated through the Kansas background check because it's not going to pick up Missouri. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. And there's so many caregivers that move from different states. You've got to make sure to do the national background check. So at Home Care Assistance, that's that's what we provide. We do a national um, criminal, sex offender, and motor vehicle uh, background check. So national background check includes every state. Uh, we want to make sure that if there is anything on that caregiver's record, we are going to catch it. Just one of the many reasons that you should reach out to Home Care Assistance Kansas City at 913-663-5000, 913-663-5000, or online at homecareassistancekc.com. All right, Dane, so you offer hourly care where you can come into someone's home and help them on an hourly basis, but you also provide what you call live-in care. And what does that mean and what, what, what's the difference? 
Yeah, so on, on hourly care, let's focus on that real quick. We can do anything from a few hours a day to 24-7 hourly. Um, so if we're doing 24-7, we may be doing two 12-hour shifts. Okay. Um, say we're with somebody eight hours a day. We may be with them eight hours a day, seven days a week, five days a week. Um, but if somebody is wanting the uh, safety and security of somebody being there 24-7, but don't necessarily... Uh, have to have somebody in the night. It's more of a safety net okay. to where that caregiver can sleep. Um, we do what's called live-in. So live-in is in 24-hour blocks. Um, caregivers typically come and stay anywhere from two to four days in a row. Okay. Uh, and the big piece of this is they are able to sleep at night eight hours uninterrupted. Um, there are some labor laws around that that we have to make sure they're getting their rest. Uh, if they do wake, wake up in the night, we have to document it and so forth. Um, but living is a fantastic option for somebody that would like the safety and security of a caregiver being there 24-7, but it's at a reduced cost compared to providing somebody hourly uh, at our hourly rate of you know anywhere from 22 to 28 an hour. Uh, our live-in rate's usually around 380 to 400 a day, which saves you a, a good chunk. Over that saves a lot. Yeah, over $100 a day, $200 a day. Yep. And then that, that'll that add up over a month and over several months. Adds up and a so, lot. Yep. So live-in care, okay, so so they are, are helping you for uh, you know the majority of the day, but they, but they also, they're still there as that, I love the safety net safety reference, net, yep. but yet they're, they're able to have their own time and be able to sleep and get eight hours of rest, uh, you know, maybe take a shower and that sort of thing. And then they're, they're back up and at it and then helping out the, the individual in their home. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the client has to be set up for it. We, we like our caregiver to have their own restroom, their own bedroom, um, and they can shower there. Obviously, if they're there for, for two to four days, the client wants sure. them to, to clean up. That's always good. Uh, yep. Exactly. <laughs> but then, yeah, they've got a normal, uh, they've got a 16 hour work day in which they get some breaks. Um, but they're there, you know, 24 hours a day. Um, they just need to be able to get that rest so we can charge the live-in reduced rate. Yep. And that is that sounds like an unusual program. I don't I don't know if I've ever heard of a live-in uh, this type of a program offered. Yeah, no nobody else um, in Kansas City does it. At least I've never ran across anybody. Yeah, I that haven't does. either. Yeah, we're the only ones that provide live-in, and and honestly, there's some other companies that refer live-in clients to us because we're the ones that that really have it figured out. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So again, another reason to call Home Care Assistance Kansas City at 913-663-5000, 913-663-5000 or online at homecareassistancekc.com. And then uh, last but not least uh, for today, uh, we had uh, talked off mic about the tailored care plans. Let's, let's uh, talk about that for for a minute. Our care plans are, we kind of call them the Bible for each client, honestly. Um, our care plans are very, very important. Um, they are put together by our care managers, uh, which every client has a specific dedicated care manager, um, and they get to know that client to where they are creating a tailored care plan um, to the time that we are with the client. Uh, when our caregiver is there, whether it's three hours a day, eight hours a day, 24-7, uh, live-in, uh, you still get a tailored care plan no matter how many hours you're with us. And this will go down to when you walk in the door to grab the paper, um, how they get into the house, what they like to eat, um, everything down to a T when they wake up, um, just any detail um, that that is important to that client's day is in that care plan. It's not just a bullet point checklist. Um, a lot of care plans with other companies are, are checklists. Um, this is not a check mark. You know, check a box, hey, this needs to be done. Um, it's very, very detailed on things 
um, and how they're supposed to be completed. See, I love that level of detail uh, with, with my business with Senior Care Consulting. I get down in the weeds and very detailed because, frankly, anyone can check a box. Uh, exactly. Because, yep. you know, some, some corporate form and, and, yeah, I did my duties. But, uh, and, and frankly, I, I think a lot of home care providers just come in and show up and, hey, I'm here. And, and I don't even know if they're really even directed or driven by a care plan. So I, I love that level of detail. Well, yeah, we want a care plan to be so detailed that a, a caregiver could n- never have been to that client's home, read the care plan, and walk in the door and know exactly what they need to do. You can always check a box that says, yeah, they need help toileting. But how do they toilet exactly? I mean, how do they transfer to the toilet? How? What exactly do they need help with when doing that task? And if you're getting into you know, cooking or, or errands or, or some of those sort of things, uh, that, that level of detail is just critically important. And the other thing that I, I think is really important is a lot of individuals receiving the home care assistance may have some cognitive issues. And so sometimes they may be right on the money and asking for help. Some days they may not. And so if you're following that care plan, you know for sure you are meeting their needs. Exactly. And sometimes we have to initiate those things. Um, and our caregiver needs to know that. Uh, it can't be all the time that we're relying on the client to tell us what they need, because if they have some cognitive issues, then they, they don't know um, exactly what they need sometimes. All right. Dane Johnson with Home Care Assistance Kansas City at 913 913- Six six three five thousand nine one three six six three five thousand or online at homecareassistancekc.com. Dane, thanks so much for being here today. I appreciate it. Steve, listeners, thank you so much. All right, we'll be back with more right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, one 800 331 6445 Operators are standing by 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, be sure to call us on our toll-free number at any time. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. Don't forget, if you ever miss an episode of Senior Care Live, maybe you want to share the program with a friend or family, or maybe you just want to go back and hear it again, no worries at all. Just go to SeniorCareLive.com. Click on the podcast tab, and that's where you'll find all of the previously aired episodes. Just find the one you want. Click the play button. Again, give it a few seconds to connect, and it'll stream to your electronic device. And uh, lots of people listen to the podcasts each and every week. All right, just want to say thanks again to Dane Johnson with Home Care Assistance Kansas City. Uh, Dane's a really good guy, runs a very tight ship over there at Home Care Assistance Kansas City. They don't, they don't mess around over there. Um, they, out of every 25 staff, uh, applicants that they interview, they will hire one. Let me say that again. <laughs> out of every 25 applicants interviewed, they will hire one. That's the standard. That's the standard. They do the national and federal level background checks, even though that's not a requirement. Even if you're licensed 
With licensure in the state of Kansas, they only require a state background check. That is not good enough. And, uh, and it's not a requirement for most home care agencies. Uh, so, uh, I would have to guess that, uh, some of them probably don't even do a background check at all or not much of one. So, uh, I think, I think the majority of them do, but, uh, uh, the bottom line is uh, home care assistance, Kansas City, does business the right way. They treat people the right way. And it's a great, great company with really good people working there at 913-663-5000. Online at homecareassistancekc.com. All right. Well, I've only wobbled one time with my cold here. So thanks. Hopefully I don't wobble again. I think if I speak just a little bit lighter, <laughs> I might not uh, stress out my voice. If this would have been yesterday, I had laryngitis. I couldn't even speak yesterday. So, uh, today is a big improvement. And again, I feel, I feel pretty good, but, uh, my head's just, uh, full of yuck and, uh, my, my voice is, uh, a little froggy. So, um, just wanted to mention again, the fundraiser that I am uh, participating in. It's called Mustache Month. It's a very fun benefit for the Carousel Pediatric Care Program program from our friends at Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. This program provides hospice care for children, something I, I, I can't even imagine. Uh, one, uh, one couple contributing to this fundraiser, uh, I'm calling it Steve's Stash. <laughs> so uh, they're, they're following the progress of my mustache. It's growing out pretty good, too. So, uh, but um, uh, they're... They're saying, you know, the, the people delivering this program all have earned sainthood. And, uh, I'll tell you what, that this, you talk about something incredibly difficult and tough and, and, and special and just the, uh, the, the people working there, uh, providing this program, um, just, just really angels on, on this earth. Uh, I, I can't even imagine, uh, but they provide Kansas City Hospice provides over a half a million dollars in charitable care every year. And that number, that number seems to be uh, increasing a little bit every year. So I thought I would jump in and participate in this very fun but very serious cause to help these kids out and their family through the uh, Carousel Pediatric Care. It's hospice care for children. Uh, please consider uh, contributing to uh, to uh, my little part of this fundraiser, um, or you can just contribute to the general. But uh, if you want to, if you feel so inclined, SeniorCareLive.com, right there on the home page, uh, there's it'll say Mustache Month, and you can click here to contribute just right online. My goal is to raise $500. I've raised uh, uh, some, but we have a little ways to go here. So uh, if you would like to contribute to that, uh, that would uh, that would be my honor, and it would be uh, just fantastic to help out Kansas City Hospice as they're helping out all of these kids uh, and their families. Also, I want to give a quick update for our upcoming continuing education events. Originally scheduled for February, we thought about bouncing it to March, uh, but uh, this is not working out. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to uh, just uh, forego uh, this continuing education event, and we will see you at the next one, the regularly scheduled uh, continuing education event, which will be Wednesday, the second Wednesday, so Wednesday, March the 8th. So save that date, Wednesday, March the 8th. It's from 9 a.m. till noon. It's at the Matt Ross Community Center in Overland Park, Kansas. There will be more information to follow. But as you remember, uh, 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 
nurses, social workers, case managers, uh, medical professionals will receive three continuing education credits totally free of charge, and we provide breakfast for you. So uh, it's a great opportunity for professionals in our area to come together and uh, and learn and uh, and have some, some coffee and break bread together and uh, and receive their continuing education credits. So feel free to join us on that on May the 8th. All right, let's jump in for the rest of the program. Just wanted to uh, answer some questions about Medicaid. I haven't talked about it for quite a while on the program, and um, I'm receiving a, a lot of questions here recently. Well, you know, what if what if mom or dad, what if they outlive their assets? What if they run out of money? What are we supposed to do? And uh, so it, I just wanted to do uh, uh, just a, a quick, I'm not going to totally dress this down and, and tear it apart. I won't get too far out in the weeds, but Medicaid is a federal program that is administered at the state level. So each state may have and usually does have slightly different rules and regulations. Now, don't confuse it with Medicare. Think of Medicare as your health insurance. That would pay for your hospitalization, your doctor's visits, all of that health care kind of stuff. For the purposes of this program, we're going to talk about Medicaid and how it will pay for your stay in a long-term care community, commonly known as a nursing home. So how does this work? Let's look at a single person, just an individual person, not a couple. And you have to look at, this is a simple asset test. And this is really not very hard, actually, at the base level. Now, it can get complicated real fast. But basically, you're looking at your assets, and you're going to divide them into two different areas. So one is your exempt assets off the table. Your house is an exempt asset for now. So take your house off the table your car off the table, you can have a prepaid funeral plan. That's considered an exempt asset. Small amount of life insurance and all the stuff in your house. At the basic core level, those are your exempt assets. Then what are your countable assets? Your countable assets is, just think liquid assets. So checking, savings, accounts, money markets, mutual funds, CDs, and uh, just think your your liquid assets. Now, it, it, again, I'm going to try to keep this pretty simple today, but but that is the simple version of your exempt assets and then your countable assets. So let's say a single person has $50,000, a couple of small CDs, some money in checking account and savings accounts, and, um, and they've spent – you know, most of their assets, uh, you know, paying for care and, and living, et cetera, et cetera. So they're down to about 50000 in assets. Well, then what happens is those are countable assets. So those dollars have to be used for the individual's care or for something that benefits the individual owning the assets. So if you hear the term spend down, the spend down, that means in this case, this single individual person has $50,000 and they're going to spend it down paying for things that they need. 
they're going to spend it down to $3,000 in Missouri and $2,000 in the state of Kansas. And then once your assets have reached those trigger points, boom, you are in. You qualify for Medicaid. So if you have more than that, and then your spend down will just take longer to get down to that 2000 or 3000 If you have you know $10,000 of countable assets, well, you're going to get down to that two or 3000 real fast. But Missouri says $3,000 and you're in. Kansas says $2,000 and you are in. So a lot of people, a lot of individuals moving to a nursing home um, have a, a what I would call a, a simple spend down. And so, it, and maybe they've even, you know, sold their home, they've liquidated their car, and, and everything is just in liquid assets. And maybe they've been living on their own in an apartment, and uh, or maybe even, even in independent living or assisted living, and now it's time for skilled nursing, long-term care, commonly known as a nursing home. And, uh, and and so they're they're going to do that spend down. A lot of times there are representatives in the nursing home that could handle filing the Medicaid application for you and, and help you with that free of charge. Uh, if it's just a a really simple, super black and white, this person has eighteen thousand dollars left, and we're going to file the paperwork for them. If it's anything more complicated than that, nothing against the good folks in these facilities trying to help out. But if it's more complicated than that, I would seek the advice of a qualified expert elder law attorney. Uh, but if it's a super easy, just straight black and white situation, you could ask someone at the facility to help you do that. And after the break, I'm going to get into the more complex Medicaid uh, calculation of working with a couple in the division of assets. Don't go away. I'll be right back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, be sure to call us on our toll-free number anytime. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. All right, back to... I, I am coughing my head off over here. <laughs> I think I'm going to make it, though. I think I am going to make it, and hopefully I'll sound better next week. Sorry about that, folks. All right, so Medicaid gets really complex and really tricky really fast when you're doing a division of assets. What that would entail is you have a husband and wife living at home. Let's say the husband is ill and needs nursing home care. Let's say his wife is doing fine can still remain living independently in the home. We would call her the community spouse. So what if they had $200,000 of countable assets between them? Back in the day, people would get a divorce, actually, to, to try to save half for the community spouse. 
so that so that she wouldn't lose everything. And this could be reversed too. I'm just using this as an example. It could be the husband at home and the wife needed the nursing home care. So you have the two hundred, you split it down the middle, the husband has a hundred on his side, the wife has a hundred on her side. On the husband's side of this T or a ledger, if you will, just kind of visualize that. That's his spend down, $100,000 down to 3000 in Missouri, 2000 in Kansas, and he's qualified. So the question is, what can you spend that money on? Well, of course, you're going to pay for the, your care at the nursing home. That's, uh, you know, around $6,000, $6,500 a month for a semi-private room is what you'd be spending in our area. You can pay off debt. But if they had a $5,000 credit card together, well, use his side of that ledger to pay off debt to leave the community spouse debt free. Perfectly allowable, perfectly legal. That's what I do. Could also use uh, some of his funds on his side of this ledger on his spend down to fix up the home, maybe make some home improvements or repair the roof or get a new HVAC system, whatever is needed. You could definitely do that. Another really, really, really smart business move, buy a prepaid funeral plan. I mean, it's really, really silly to not do that. So, you know, take take eight or nine or $10,000 of his spend down money. His assets that have to be spent down and spent on him. Buy a prepaid funeral plan. What you've done now is you've taken cash, which is a countable asset and must be spent down, and you've turned it into a prepaid, pre-played, <laughs> JP, I'm losing here, <laughs> a prepaid funeral plan. Say that five times fast with a cult. So you've taken a countable asset and turned it into an exempt asset, and that's what you can do. You could also buy a car or upgrade your, your existing car. I'm, 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 uh, I'm a big fan of that. You know, Sally's cash for clunker, <laughs> you know, the, the old Buick that has 122,000 miles on it. Maybe she wants a more dependable means of transportation because she's going to go see her husband every single day. I have clients like this who have literally done this exact thing in that division of assets. They've taken a little bit of the money. They've traded in their car and they've gotten, they've purchased a, more uh, affordable or more um, dependable means of transportation because they are literally driving and seeing their loved one every single day. So those are some of the things that you can do. Now, what if you don't need home repairs? You don't have any debt. You already have a prepaid funeral plan. Your car is just fine. Steve, do we have to spend down that whole amount? No, you don't. Now, this is where we're getting into the weeds, and this is where I'm going to say call an elder law attorney for this help. It needs to be done properly. But there is a strategy that an elder law firm can use to convert most of that spend down into a revenue stream for the at-home or the community spouse. The community spouse, their income their income is untouchable. The state cannot touch that. 
So if you can take part of the husband's spend down and turn that into an income stream for the at-home spouse, that improves her income. And by the way, she just lost uh, a bunch of her assets and her husband's in a nursing home. She's going to need as much help as she can get. As There is a, a strategy that can be used, again, by an experienced and knowledgeable elder, elder law firm that can help you do this. And, and I won't get too much more into the weeds on that one. I would strongly recommend not trying to touch this yourself. You, you'll probably mess it up, frankly. You want an expert who knows exactly what they're doing to help you with this. And most, most staff in nursing homes don't want to get into this whole division of assets. It gets way too far over their head. Again, if it's the really basic, super easy black and white, spend down on a single individual. They'll, they'll usually help you out with that. When it gets anything more complex than that, you have to see an expert. And then what happens if you did make a gift? To qualify for Medicaid, there's what's called a look-back period. Now, it used to be three, a three-year look-back. For a very long time, Medicaid looked back three years for any gifts. So if you gave away any assets, there would be a penalty attached or associated to that. Now it's a five-year look-back period, so they're looking for a gift. And a gift could be just providing cash to someone, a cash payment. Uh, So let's say you you wrote a $5,000 check to your grandchild to help them out in their first semester of college. That's a gift. Um, A transfer of property. I'll just give you this car. That's a gift. Selling property for less than market value. Well, we've got a $180,000 home here. I'm just going to sell it to my son for $10,000. Well, guess what? You just made a $170,000 gift because that property was worth one eighty. So you sold it for under market value. You have to be really, really careful because Medicaid is going to go back and they're going to say in Kansas for every... All right, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just gonna make this a monthly amount, a 30 day period for every. They're, they're gonna say for every six thousand two hundred and thirty one dollars of a gift that you made, we will not pay for your care for one month. See so if you made a sixty two thousand three hundred and ten dollar gift, that means that Medicaid will not pay for your nursing home care for the next ten months. Then they'll start paying on the eleventh month. In Missouri, the penalty divisor is $6,122. What I'm saying is if there have been any gifts or any, any anything that could be considered a gift, you have to work with an elder law firm so that they can help you uh, work through this and minimize your penalty and qualify properly. You want to do this the right way. And next week, I'll continue on the topic of Medicaid. You don't want to miss the rest of this information. But for now, I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. We'll see you next week right here on Senior Care Live.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.